Today's guest is Jody Cohen. She's a best-selling author. She's an award-winning journalist, and she's the founder of Vibrant Blue Oils, which is a company that does essential oils. So I have to tell you, I used to think of essential oils as something that just simply smells good. Uh, years ago when I had migraines, people would tell me, well, I could use peppermint to help get rid of them. But other than that, I really didn't think about them um, very much. I use them in my cleaning products that I make, but I always shied away from the ideas of maybe essential oils as being something that's actually helpful for our health. It just didn't make sense to me until one day I heard Jody being interviewed on the Energy Blueprint podcast and I was mesmerized. Listen in and let me know what you think. Thanks for being here today. You're listening to the Fittest Freedom Podcast, and I'm your host, Kelly Howard. I've been in the fitness and outdoor adventure space for almost two decades. Today, I'm known as the motivation and adventure coach. I help smart, successful women and a few guys navigate the space between mindset, motivation, and movement to move away from self-doubt and to learn to embrace their inner athlete. You already know what you want to do, and I bet you have a pretty good idea what you need to do. Together, we can fine-tune the details and create the steps you need to get moving forward. Think of me as your shortcut to a life of fitness, fun, and freedom. I'm so glad you're here. Jody. thank you so much for joining us today. Oh my God, always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks. So could you just tell the audience, tell my listeners a little bit about what you do and, and why it matters for their health and wellness. Because I just, I stumbled into this a little bit from another podcast and then I got really interested in your website, started looking into it, started getting stuff and I love it. So tell us a little bit. Yeah. So basically I, um, I work with essential oils and they found their way into my life when other things weren't working. Basically I had, I was living with a bipolar husband who was so depressed that, you know, the kids were five and seven and I was doing everything, including trying to be his cheerleader and keep his spirits up. And he attempted suicide, had to be moved to a residential treatment facility. Mm. And all of a sudden I could barely get out of bed, which wasn't you know, I, I was suddenly a single mom. Um, my five-year-old would like basically come wake me up at five in the morning. I just, I, I had too much to do to not be able to show up. And so I kept, I had been playing with nutrition for, um, I started when my son was three, basically for his health issues. So I knew I was adrenally fatigued, but nothing that I knew to do seemed to work because everything I was doing relied on ingesting and absorbing and assimilating nutrients. And a friend gave me essential oils and said, guess what? When you're high stress for a long time, that means high cortisol, which means high inflammation. So sometimes your gut is so inflamed that you really can't assimilate nutrients that way. So oh, wow. when that happens, oils are a great backup plan because you can smell them and they can get into your bloodstream through your navel cat, you know, uh, sinuses, they can get directly into the brain. We know that you can topically apply things like nicotine patches and hormonal creams, and they get into the bloodstream that way. Basically, it's it's not that what you're using isn't working. It's just that it's not getting assimilated into your body. So you know, let's look at an alternate route. And when she said that, it made perfect sense. And uh, somehow in my desperation, 
I combined oils in a slightly different way to balance different organ systems and regions of the body. And it worked really well for me. It allowed me to stop being so anxious and overwhelmed to um, sleep to, you know, it, it was mostly just, you know, <laughs> it, it felt overwhelming to go up the stairs to do the oh, laundry, gosh. to answer oh, the gosh. phone, you know, and, and when you're, I, I had a job, I had children, I was like room parent, I had responsibilities and I could just barely get out of bed. And so I needed something to help me kind of return to balance. And it worked really well for me. And then when I started to feel better and I started to research, like, this is so weird. I wonder why it works. I, I found <laughs> I found really solid research. And I was like, oh, that makes complete sense. And then my friends were like, all right, uh, you know, I'll try it. And they're like, wow, that, that worked immediately. And so I just kept kind of going. Like I, um, we got invited to a, a conference, the Nutritional Therapy Association at that time, it was like $200 to be a vendor. And so my friends kind of convinced me like, this is great. You should do something. And I'm like, all right, well, proof of concept it. You know, I had a background in marketing. I'm like, we'll see, you know, if, if this kind of resonates with other people, then maybe we'll do something with it. And I think we brought like 200 kits and we sold out the first night. It was like a Friday, oh Saturday, goodness. Sunday event. And everyone was like, I've, I've wanted to do oils, but it just felt so confusing. I mean, the irony is that I kind of threw this together, you know, in my desperation. And then when I went to research, I was, I was really surprised. Everyone kind of focuses on the quality of oils and, you know, let's be honest, anyone who's ever had an herb garden, it's really hard to kill mint you know, right. and basil, it's <laughs> right. not like you need a lot of pesticides to grow them. So that wasn't really what was going on. But to me, it was really about the blends. Like, you know, I just wrote this book, Essential Oils to Boost the Brain and Heal the Body and did so much research, you know, like all of the essential oil research, it's really, they test them as blends. Oils in combination do different things than single oils, but the way it's presented, they make it seem really complicated to blend it. And I just kind of um, went with my intuition and, and put things together to like, you know, activate um, the relaxation brands of the nervous system. I, I just, I knew enough about physiology and acupuncture points from being my own crash test dummy that I kind right. of made up things to go along with what I already knew. Um, and so I think what was nice is I kind of did it ready-made, you know, like, apply this exactly here and this is what it will do. And that really landed with people. Oh, and so, yeah. you know, it, it's kind of the classic story. I was doing it out of my kitchen. You know, I would basically, right. after my kids would go to bed, I would fill orders. And then when I would get up to go to the yoga studio the next day, I would put the orders in the mailbox. And at a certain point, I hired some friends to help me with fulfillment. And, you know, at a certain point, I hired an assistant and just kind of grew organically. Um, and what I love about it, especially for, you know, people who are, are really sensitive, it's just another way to kind of help the body get into balance. And when you're in balance, all of a sudden you're able to sleep through the night. All of a sudden, you know, that those five pounds that you couldn't really drop just kind of naturally fall off. All of a sudden that overwhelm and anxiety, you're able to feel like, oh, Okay, I you know, I know uh, you know my my mother-in-law is doing something that I find stressful and yet I'm able to kind of 
arms lengthen and, and recognize like, okay, that's just how she likes to do things. And I'm just not going to react. Okay. So, so, all right. And, and I am a complete newbie with oils. So let me ask you a couple of questions. Of course. One of them is the blends, because what you're thinking is that what you were able to figure out just naturally or intuitively was that like you might hear uh, here i've got an example people used to say to me when i had migraines use peppermint oil yeah i don't like peppermint oil quite frankly it would really like the smell would bother me so i would never do it but then later on um someone else had said to me well there's you know you do more than just slap on some peppermint oil so why does it work i guess that's the first thing i should ask you why does it work Yeah. So you have to think about, okay, first of all, um, you know, humans feed on plants, right? Oils are the concentrated essences of plants. And most people can recognize that plants can be medicinal. You know, like we know ginger can be very warming and soothing. Uh, Peppermint, it kind of depends on where plants are grown. So peppermint can be cooling. Plants have medicinal properties, right? So when we get the concentrated essence of plants, we get like kind of that concentrated medicinal property. But basically what nature, all of nature just kind of resets you. It's this idea that when, you know, when your phone glitches and you have too many tabs open and suddenly it's not working, what do you need to do? You need to reboot it. You need to return it to factory settings and then it it suddenly works. You know, that's my one technology hack. I turn things off and turn it back on. (laughs) Okay, I get it. (laughs) Yeah. And so the same thing with the body, like, you know, the people that tell me, um, I, I'm so exhausted all the time. I crave sugar and caffeine like crazy. My first question is, well, how are you sleeping? And it's either, oh, you know, I have a really hard time getting to sleep or, you know, I have this window. If I don't fall asleep between like 10 and 11, then I'm up all night. You know, once we're able to kind of reboot their sleep and they're actually sleeping through the night, then suddenly they're less tired you know, they don't have the sugar cravings because they they have natural energy. So it's really just about kind of helping you return to normal and plants. That's, you know, the oils and the plants, that's what they're doing in the plants and humans feed on plants or we feed on the animals that feed on plants. They're biofamiliar with us. And so we have kind of the same reset button. And so we can use them to kind of return to normal. And what's nice about plants, what I like, like I'll, um, I'll take the adrenals for, you know, an example. They produce a hormone cortisol that helps us with energy. And sometimes, you know, what we really want is Goldilocks, right? We don't want too hot or too cold. Right. A lot of the medications either, you know, oh, you're, you know, adrenally fatigued, you need more cortisol. So they're like glandulars or something. So they, they bump up the cortisol or, oh, you're producing too much. You're like over caffeinated all the time. Let's calm you down. Um, there's this class of herbs called adaptogenic herbs that just meet you where you're at. Really? So, okay. I've yeah. seen the word. I actually didn't understand what it meant. So it it's kind of like if I'm adapts to too you. low or too high, it doesn't matter. It adapts to me. Exactly. Exactly. And for anyone who's ever kind of um, the way that you look at your cortisol levels, it's a saliva test and you take it at different, different points during the day, you spit into a tube and it kind of checks your saliva levels. And what you'll find is that no one's flatline. It's, it's supposed to be high in the morning to give you energy and lower in the evening so that you can 
peacefully drift off to sleep. And what happens is it, it tends to be too high when it should be low and too low when it should be high. Um, and so if you're trying to kind of put that in balance, you're like, all right, let's, let's take the, uh, supplement that increases my cortisol when it's too low and let's kind of dampen my cortisol. And it just, you know, you're never quite sure if you're getting it right, but if you just take the, the leveling one, like if it's too high, it will naturally calm you down. If it's too low, it will naturally bring you up. Like you think of the friend that, um, you know, when you've had a terrible day and you just want someone to say like, I am so sorry and just validate you and be your cheerleader. And sometimes you want advice and that friend can tell from your voice, you know, like this is what she needs as opposed to other people in your life like maybe your mother-in-law, that give you advice when you don't want it, you know? Right, right. Okay, so so stress. Stress is obviously something that we've been dealing with more and more lately. And I, I don't think that we've actually ever come back down from this stress-induced high that we've had for the last couple of years. So what do people use? Like if yeah. someone was going to say, I need to use something to to level my cortisol, what yeah. would that, what would those oils be? Okay. So I'm going to actually answer that in, in two ways. The first okay. way is um, what's interesting is, you know, we've got the right hemisphere and the left hemisphere of the brain, and there's a whole branch of chiropractic that is called functional neurology. That's trying to put the brain in balance. So when you're anxious and overwhelmed, that's your right hemisphere the right forehead area that's overactivating. So the easiest way to calm that down is to stimulate the left hemisphere. And the easiest way to do that is to smell anything through your left nostril. So it can be Whoa. any oil you have in your house. It could really? actually be oils live in the peel of citrus roots, peel of tangerine, and just smell that through your left nostril. So that's the easiest low-hanging fruit, so to speak. If someone's like, I'm not so sure about oils, I'm not really ready to jump in. The more complicated answer is, What's going on is your um, it's your nervous system that actually helps you respond to danger, right? Your right. autonomic nervous system controls your automatic functions. So if you think your life is in danger, your heart beats faster, you know, your respiration increases. And this is to give you more energy to either um, fight or flee, you know, fight or flight. Mm -hmm. um, and so like resources are allocated differently. Blood is routed to your arms and your legs, your eyesight changes, all of these things kind of shift. And it's called the sympathetic fight or flight branch of your nervous system that gets activated. And this can be activated from uh, a tiger chasing you down the street. There are not many tigers in my neighborhood. <laughs> if, you know, if someone you're driving and you realize that the car in the next lane is trying to change in your lane and maybe doesn't see you, but also anticipatory stress, um, fear that you might lose your job, that you might get sick, that uh, your marriage might be in trouble, even watching the news and seeing, you know, um, something's going on that might, you know, damage my health or my vitality or wh whatever it is. All of these things can flip you into the sympathetic branch of the nervous system where you feel really anxious and really caffeinated, like you don't feel like you're safe. And it also kind of, you know, everything feels overwhelming. Well, you know, like your, your kid is like, oh my gosh, I can't find this paper. And, you know, you kind of know where it is, <laughs> but all of a sudden you're just like, ah, you know, and then the 
the flip side of that is a teeter-totter. It's balance is your parasympathetic branch of your nervous system. So in an ideal situation, the car next to you doesn't see you. They're about to change lanes. Say it's a bus. You know, you honk, you brake, you survive, and then you kind of reset like animals in nature. You know, you'll see your dog shake. You know, anytime you shake, that's kind of recalibrating your nervous system and almost gear shifting into that safety gauge um, where you return to normal. And the toggle between fight or flight sympathetic and rest and digest parasympathetic is the longest nerve that most people have never heard of. It's called your vagus nerve. It's cranial nerve number 10. It starts at the base of the head, splits, and is most accessible on both sides behind the earlobe on the mastoid bone. Then it kind of, you know, if you feel behind your ear, you'll feel it. Um, And it innervates like your heart, your lungs, anyone who does yoga or any kind of exercise where breathing is involved, any meditation, what you're actually doing, the reason you feel better in Shavasana than at the beginning of class is because the breathing activates your vagus nerve. So it turns on your safety gauge. You suddenly feel safe, calm, everything is manageable. With oils, to answer your question, there was some interesting research. I started my company in 2012, and around 2012, there was this New York neuroscientist named Kevin Tracy who was playing with uh, pacemaker-like devices. He was actually surgically implanting uh, kind of a pacemaker-like device behind the earlobe. Go ahead and feel behind your earlobe, and you'll feel that mastery bone. So right right there. Because that is where the vagus nerve is the most accessible to the surface and the thickest. And he was stimulating the vagus nerve to induce calm. And the FDA has actually approved this for epilepsy, depression, and um, migraines. And so what I realized when I heard stimulate is that oils, you can use super stimulatory oils. I like a blend of clove and lime. I give the recipe in my book essential oils to boost the brain and heal the body. And I have the oil on my site. It's called parasympathetic, but just putting a drop of that behind the earlobe on that mastery bone acts like a gear shift. So the way I experience it, you know, I have a teenager, which means that, um, you know, we have fire drills every day. Everything's an emergency, <laughs> right. always kind of flipping our stuff and she'll come down in a, a tither And as opposed to me reacting in a tither, I'll be able to say really calm and be like, oh, I'm sorry. How can I help? You know, and I just like uh, early when when they were little, one of her preschool teachers used to say, you can't have a tug of war if you don't pick up the rope. So I'm constantly trying to not pick up the rope. And parenting, like she's she's flipping out and I stay calm because then it goes better. <laughs> and right. when I'm able to activate my you know parasympathetic nervous system, I can stay calm. I, I can, um, you know, observe her uh, meltdown almost like I'm watching a movie and, and just kind of stay out of it and, and be supportive and not kind of uh, layer on top of it my own meltdown. So it passes much more quickly. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, then and I'm going to jump around here for a second, but tell us about your book, because I know that this is your a new book that you have out. And yeah. does it? And I, I apologize. I have not gotten it yet. Oh, it's uh, okay. I don't know why I haven't gotten it yet, but I will. And so, since I haven't seen it, tell us what happens in your book, and do you go through all of this, and then how to blend? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I mean, what I it, it's kind of funny. I I see oils differently, and I would always um, 
my kids are big readers. So we'd go to the bookstore, they'd pick out books. And then I'd be looking for an essential oil book that kind of looked at the world the way I did. And my son finally said, um, mom, I think you're just going to have to write it. So the book has, <laughs> has three parts because no one really talks about how oils can be used in the brain. This is the biggest aha for me. It's incredibly hard to get the right remedy into the right area of the brain because the brain is so protected by the blood brain barrier. That's the security system of the brain. It only lets super small fat soluble molecules through. That's one reason that omega-3 fatty acids are fabulous brain food because they can actually get into the brain. You know, like you can't do chemo in the brain because you can't get the molecules through. Um, Quicksilver Scientific creates like these nanolipid particles to kind of Trojan horse, you know, in the fat, um, you know, in small molecules to get things into the brain. But essential oils do it naturally. They're kind of the natural solution to get into the brain and anti-inflame and calm things down from the inside out. So it's like, this is kind of amazing. Like, why, why aren't more people talking about that? So the first chapter really talks about how oils work in the brain, how oils work in the body. The other thing that's incredibly surprising to me, um, you know, most people, it's not that I, I, I'm not, you, you can ingest oils if you love them. I just don't think that's the most efficient way to use things. People really dismissed topical application because they were looking at kind of the systemic view. So you know, we all know if um, if our hand hurts and we put like a cortisone cream or something on our hand, it helps our hand, but it doesn't necessarily help our knee because it doesn't have a systemic effect. So they were saying like, oh, it takes too long to go through the skin, get into the bloodstream, travel to the heart, travel it back out to the body. And that's true. But what they didn't think about is acupuncture points. Acupuncture points have a systemic impact. So what I'm really doing is putting oils on acupuncture points because just like needles, oils can be stimulatory and they can work on that point and have a systemic effect. So what I'm doing... I work with a lot of practitioners and clinicians and it's almost like parenting, right? Someone gives you parenting advice, like, uh, you know, uh, my kids love the beach and we used to have sand all over the minivan. And so till someone told me like, you can use baby powder and it gets sand off feet. And I was like, oh, brilliant. I'm keeping that, you know? Right. So it's just, you, you kind of take what you like. And, and so every time a practitioner, you know, who was using our products was saying, oh, I found really good success when I do this. Yeah, I'd test it with some other people. I'd be like, great, keeping that. So it's kind of like my collection of the most efficient ways to use oils. And then um, what I found is that a lot of people sadly feel super disempowered. They're like, oh, I'm so complicated. I have, you know, this snip and that problem. And they, they just almost are like ready to give up. And what I found is that the, those are data points, you know, what, what really matters and what oils do really well is they help you shift into the parasympathetic branch of your nervous system, which is almost like, you know, if you're trying to turn on the lights in your house and the fuse box is out, good luck with that. But the minute you turn on the fuse box, everything else works. You know, once you're able to shift into parasympathetic that's the fuse box for your body. And all of a sudden you can digest your food. You can detoxify your immune system turns on, you know, your mood lightens. It's just kind of ground zero for helping you heal. Um, the other things are sleep. If you're having trouble falling asleep, there's one oil that helps with that. If you're waking up uh, and you're wide awake in the middle of the night, that's kind of a blood sugar wake up. So we can help support your pancreas to, you know, bring the sugar out of your bloodstream and, and back 
you know, into your cells so that you fall asleep faster. If you're waking up around three and maybe you need to use the bathroom, that's a detox wake up. So we can support your liver and gallbladder so that you're able to sleep through the night. So calming stress, helping sleep. And then the thing that I think um, oils are the best for is actually lymphatic support. Most people don't realize, you know, they'll, they'll go on a detox, they'll drink green juice or take like milk thistle or something. And it's almost like they're mobilizing the toxins. You know, they're yelling fire in the movie theater and everyone's jumping up from their seats. But what they don't realize is if they're not making sure that the exit path open the emergency doors, right. things can leave the body. They're just going to recirculate and possibly land in a different place where they cause more damage. So Oils are great for supporting lymphatic and making sure that toxins actually leave the body. Um, And there's a whole chapter on that. And then, you know, we know uh, this is kind of what oils are known for. They're known to be antimicrobial, antibacterial. They're great for immune modulation and just making sure, you know, Goldilocks, right? The immune system isn't overactive or younger, underactive, but just right. And then... They're also really good for calming systemic inflammation. So that's what it goes into. It kind of goes into what's going on, what are the blind spots, what are the hard to reach spots, and how can you use oils to return your body to balance in these areas? Wow. I mean, that this is fascinating to me. I mean, I could I could ask you questions for days, and I know you're very, very busy, um, especially with the new book out. So before I heard you interviewed before, I just kind of assumed that oils were kind of a, a giga, right? Like you self-care, you, you know, sniff a little rose oil or something. But I'm seeing from everything that you've said how amazing it is that it's just one more, one more piece that we can give ourselves to help with our health and wellness and just get our bodies back to exactly where they need to be. Yeah. So... And all of this that you've gone over is covered in your book. So tell us a little bit more about your book. Like, I'm sure they can get it anywhere they want to get it. So yeah, yeah. It's published by Random House, Essential Oils to Boost the Brain and Heal the Body. If anything I said was interesting to you, you can actually grab a free bonus chapter that goes into more detail about your vagus nerve and how you can you know, activate the vagus nerve, not just with oils, but with other um, techniques, just go to boostthebrainbook.com backslash gift. And then it will share more about where you can um, grab it. You know, if you're interested in learning more about oils or even trying an oil, we can give you a ton of information. And of course, we will link to everything in the show notes. So oh, uh, awesome. Thank you. Nobody needs to be scribbling right now. We I know, right? Right. But I we will definitely link to everything in the show notes. And so yeah. Um, okay. I do know that you are on a time crunch today. So let me ask you this really quick before you jump off. Is there anything else that you just really would like our listeners to know um, before you jump off today? I think that, you know, getting back to your point about the state of the world, and there's so much that feels outside of our control, and that can be anxiety provoking. And there's this great quote by Holocaust survivor, Viktor Frankl, that basically implies that, you know, um, the world outside of you might be completely out of your control, but you can always, between the stimulus and the response, there is a pause. And in that pause lies the power. And what that means to me is that, 
it's it's a parasympathetic pause. And, and I would just encourage people whenever they're feeling completely overwhelmed and stressed and anxious and worried, just to do something to activate your parasympathetic nervous system. And it can be as simple as box breathing, you know, breathe in for the count of four, hold for the count of four, breathe out for the count of eight, applying um, an essential oil blend. I like clove and lime behind the earlobe on the master bone, going outside in nature, just not reacting. You know, you you get kind of a, a triggering text or see something on social, pause, don't respond and help your body shift into that parasympathetic state. And all of a sudden you'll see a lot more options. And so you, we can't control what's going on in the world, but we can always control how we respond. And I think there's a lot of power there. Uh, I think so too. That silence is in that space between. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. I really appreciate it. And I'm excited to get your book and and share it with everybody because I think this is something that um, there are just little tools that we learn as we go through life that make everything easier. That's exactly what I think. And, and we need to have each other's back. You know, we're all in this together. Yeah, we are. Well, thank you again, Jody, for being here. I really appreciate it. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for having me. So I just got back from an amazing trip with my Fittest Freedom Experience alumni. We went over to the Smoky Mountains. We did some hiking. Well, we did a lot of hiking. We played in the rivers and we just generally like used everything the groups learned over the last several months in the Fittest Freedom Experience. And everyone did awesome. They were ready. They were prepped. They knew what to expect. They were in Really, most of them said the best shape of their life. And it all came from working on consistency and working on cheering each other on, having that community, having that um, just the, um, the accountability buddies. And when you're really ready to learn, to get consistent with your fitness, when you're ready to have a group that's got your back, when you're cheering each other on, when you're looking for Mm, maybe like a deeper connection with me. I'm happy to be there for you. In fact, I'm there for you all every week. And it's just an, it's just a cool way to turn around what hasn't been working for us the last couple of years. So if you're interested in joining us, I would love to love to have you. And um, if you've got questions, there's a way at fitisfreedom.com forward slash waitlist and we'll send you some details, okay? Once again, that is fitisfreedom.com forward slash waitlist. I hope to see you there, and maybe you can come up with us on our next adventure. 